Ooh. That might be the wave. That might be the spot. Yeah. I've been there twice already in one week. Man, I tell you, man. I can't beat their food at I all. Got, I got spotted out there. So did you do anything for Dominican Independence yesterday? No presidente, no brugalbo? No, nothing, man. I stayed I stayed home on my best behavior. No, because that's for that's for Saturdays when I want when I'm cleaning. So when you when you were home yesterday, you you didn't do none of this while you know being in the kitchen. Little Wayando. You do a little bit? A little bit. I had to bring it up for you. I'm like, ah, you know what? Here's my present for Ray. That's old school for real, dude. Super old school, right? But that's how you gotta do it, yo. You fuck around and. And just get everybody in a fucking mood. This shit brings everybody to the table. Yeah, bro. That shit hard. That shit go hard. Yeah, some people may or may not have been alive when this shit dropped. But this shit. How old are you, George? They don't age well either. No, they don't age well. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> Man, I start, you know what's crazy about that is that you start seeing people like in 26, 25, you get me? And they, they have a body of like a 40-year-old. You know what's crazy? It's called a dad bod and all that shit. Like they, they, they well, judge you. uncle bod for me because I don't have kids. Nah, but you, you get me? I'm talking about people that can't move, bro. Like, oh, you're talking about like the people who need like a, a forklift to get them out the house? Yeah, and shit. Jesus and, Christ. And That's, not, it's sad. And, and not even not even going through like you get me weight-wise. I'm just talking about sometimes I see people and just so unhealthy. Well, physically, like you could be you could be skinny and still be unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because you could have exactly. high cholesterol. You could have, high, you could have diabetes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you could have just, hypertension. You in like, someone's like life, you get me? Like I, I know when someone you know wants better for themselves mm-hmm. and stuff like that, just by how they look. When and, and oh that's yeah, the yeah. Thing. you could tell by somebody's skin if they're taking care of themselves. Exactly. Or not. No word. Get? So that's one thing that I, I just started moisturizing, bro. And, 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 and also, <laughs> <laughs> but also, I still started, don't lotion my legs though. Yeah, <laughs> my legs are super dry. Oh, nasty. Miss <laughs> everything else, bro. <laughs> Every, legs. Arms is good, but my legs are ashy. I hope that you don't go for the summertime too, bro. I wear jeans just in case. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are here, episode twenty-four, baby. Damn, nice. twenty-four. Twenty-four, Kobe. Welcome to the Rain Route Podcast. Oh, Shout wow, out to Kobe. Word. Yeah, we got twenty-four. Rafael in the building. Yo, yo, yo. We got a special guest in the building, George Marillo. Nice, training. Nice. So you guys know what direction we're going to this week. <laughs> About to get your motherfuckers in shape for twenty twenty. Get your ears yo. in shape. You you, you got to shout out your, your Instagram handle, all that stuff right now. Get them get them clients to get pop the shit out of the way. Follow me on uh, Instagram and J Marillo, J Marillo Training, and you guys could just see the work over there. So let's just so give us a background on like when you started. What made you become that trainer? Oh, so the the beginning. The, yeah, the beginning. I would say, man, if you guys met me in the beginning, even you, you guys would not want me on this podcast. You get what I'm he was saying? Was a savage out there? He was like not, a sniping chicks. You don't know that. I wouldn't I wouldn't say like a savage or anything like that, but just imagine and I don't know if you guys ever been through this, but just imagine waking up every day with no purpose at all. No dream, no like you don't know what you want in life. You get what I'm saying? That was you me know, three years ago. I will I will I won't lie to you. I think everyone at one point or another has yeah, gone through that. this. And, and you know, it's very relatable. Their story. Very relatable. So that that and 
for me, for me, I was distracted by many things. Mm-hmm. I was distracted by, you know, uh, drinking, freaking drugs and stuff like that. And, you know, it came to a point that I started seeing myself and I actually got kicked out where my mom, she started seeing that and she was like, man, like, you get me, wow. like, she, she just kicked me out. But man, I tell you, man, I thank God that she kicked me out. She made you grow be, up. Yeah, I wouldn't be who I am today. Props but, to your mom because that's not easy for you. Exactly. For, for for you to me as a father, I don't know if anyone else is here as a father, but I wouldn't be able to do something yeah. like that. But that was the best thing for you. Now yeah. look at you. And you know, it was it was my parents' decision, and they stuck to it. But it was one of those things that I I tell people it, it must have been the best thing that happened in my life because I'll tell you a, a, a quick little story. I remember having. When you get kicked out, you got to grab all your stuff. You got to go, you get me to either your boy's house or whatever. So I was I was hopping house to house. You get what I'm saying? So from there, I started seeing like I had all my belongings, toothbrush and just a book bag. You get me? And I looked at myself in the mirror. And then I said to myself, it is a dramatic scene. But I looked at myself and I said, yo, do you want this for the rest of your life? Uh, you that, that, was a cam- that was a straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, and exactly. Okay. So from there, it was just like. Nah, I don't want to live this life. Mm. You get me? So from there, I went to New York City, spent some time with family out there. And I would never forget. This was probably one of the best advices that my aunt gave me is that she told me, George, nobody will care for you like you care for yourself. Self-love. So, yeah, self-love. So you got to you gotta start being self-motivated, but you also got to start trusting yourself. So... I would say I would say that describes me in anything. I'm self motivated. It doesn't matter who's in the room with me. It doesn't matter if I'm by myself. I'm going to be there at four a.m. wherever you get me. I, in I my think gym. that's that's one of the things where everyone has to have that switch. Like for you, exactly. that was that moment when the switch hit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like with Ralph, when we started that podcast, that's when that switch hits where you have that motivation. Why Why do I have to wake up at four? Yeah. Why do I have to wake up at five? Why do I have to stay up till one, two in the morning? Yeah, exactly. You probably could attest to that too. Waking up at four to get your body right. Like, yeah. I, me personally, if I don't work out at four in the morning or four thirty, my day's shitty. Yeah, it's not. It's not the same day. Oh, I can relate. So I have to work out in the afternoon or in, at night just to get my mind back to where it should yeah. be. Because if not, it's it's not where it should be. Yeah, and, and you know the thing is, I always think about it. And, and you know, I was talking to this with Gus the other day. Was just like what I tried doing with this training thing that you know i always believe that god gave me this as a gift to give to other people mm. that i take this training thing and put it into life so get back to get back to so you the switch oh the switch turned on the yeah. switch turned on so what what got you into the gym or what okay. got you into the training so from there from there i was just like i, I seen this one post that i'll never forget it was from the rock and he said something that literally that next day i woke my ass up mm. at four in the morning and it was like it was saying that anybody can do great things when a teacher or a boss or a friend is giving you a pat in the back or saying good job and stuff like that. I think I, I think I know the post. But exactly. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you do it. I'm gonna let you do so it. So when he posted that, he he was going into, but it's harder when you're doing this by yourself with nobody around you, and that right there truly, like it, it, it truly will make you see who you are mm-hmm. when you're in the darkness and that's one thing that i put in my head like you get me when i don't do like when i wake up at four in the morning i don't do it for you get me the applause of people or 
for the uh, um, trophies or whatever the case the is. The accolades. And uh, awesome. not, none the of thing that. about when you wake up at four, ain't nobody up with you. Nobody up it's with you. It, I, this is the post that I see all the time from him. is you versus you. Exactly. Exactly. You you're, you're, you. you're, you're, you're in constant battle within exactly. yourself. So that when you're in the gym working out, who who you competing with? Exactly. You're not competing with Gus. You're competing no, with yourself. yourself. You're trying to beat yesterday. Exactly. To be exactly. better today. Wow. Versus tomorrow. And, you know, we were just talking about that. Like, for me, I don't wake up thinking, like, especially with, with the training. Like, you get me? The training, there, there's a lot of trainers out there. You know, shout out to the good trainers that actually put in the work and stuff like that. But there's also those false trainers. Mm-hmm. You get me? That, you know, just try making everything public. Try putting stuff that is really fugazi. That's yeah. what I call it. But. You know, the thing is, I never think about my competition at all. When I wake up at that time, my competition's not in my mind. I, if anything, the competition's looking at me as their competition. But you get me? Sense. My thing is, I always just think, okay, right now I'm going in. I know people are watching. How can I motivate all the people around me mm-hmm. in that room? And that's why I said, like, I don't try I don't try being a leader. I try creating leaders. You get me? And that's one thing that I've seen. With this, with this training, mm-hmm. is that I've I've seen so many people benefit, and if you see my videos and everything, you see from my cameraman, from the athletes to um myself, we all benefit from it. So, so to to kind of like I guess you know piggyback off that, I I do notice that like, and honestly, that's for me personally, that's one of the reasons, that's one of the things that kind of like what he was saying, like a lot of people do it for like the attention. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons that kind of turns me off from like the whole working out culture, st- some of the people that go there, mm-hmm. like they're just like they're doing it because they want the attention and, you right. know, like they don't care. He, he I know I, one I, thing I, I noticed I, about him, he cares a lot about like putting other people on before himself. Yeah. And no, he supports everybody that like, let's say I, is at the gym that he's at. You know, it's not all about him. For him is what he does. And like he said, he's creating leaders. And I find that dope because... I haven't like, heard that. For him, it's like, I've no, it's not me before. having all these people under me. Like, no, you do your own thing. You do your own thing. You do your own people. thing. Empowering yeah. everybody. He's not just on some, like, I got you. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, my people or whatever. No, no, no. Like, he, he's like, no, nah, go go on, branch off. Do your thing. Do your yeah. thing. Do your and, thing. And I think we are... So, to, to piggyback extent, off that, I think we do the same. In the sense extent, that I yeah. try to, I try to promote empowerment. Like yeah. I, there's a lot of podcasts that I, I, I speak to a lot of people who are in the podcast realm. He does as well, yeah. and I get phone calls, I get text messages from people that I have no relationships with, yeah, but exactly. I'm here for them. Yeah, because exactly. I know what it is to come from the ground up. I think, and I'm still doing it now to this day. Yeah. And now, what's some of the struggles that like you kind of faced, like starting out in the, you know, like doing that with the whole when you realize that you wanted wanted this to like be a business and this is what you wanted to do. Like you got your body right, yeah. you got yeah, your yeah, mind yeah. right. Like, but what was some of the struggles like when you first start out? Because you know, when you first start out, anything there's always struggle. Oh yeah, for sure. So like, what's one of the struggles that you kind of like saw, or maybe some some gatekeeping, like you know, sometimes certain industries can be clicky where it's like if you don't know someone you're not getting in you know so did you encounter or face any of that yeah i would say some of the problems that i probably faced was turning off that obsession you get me because when when you're doing this type of lifestyle you start seeing that you are literally 24 7 thinking about either i put it this way i'm always thinking about the training but 
it comes to a point that you know when you you have to turn it off in some moments. So I didn't know at the time when to turn it off. Mm. You get me? To, to, so to, I wasn't to, spending to, to explain what you what you're saying is I, I want to say is even with religion sometimes I you're know. struggling to find a balance. Yeah, yeah find even, a balance without like, it. Even exactly. with religion, like some people that you kind of overdo it. Exactly. Like no, don't preach to me every day. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like find yeah. that balance. Balance of it. You get me? Okay. And that and and that's the thing. You know, you start you. And that's what I always tell um, Gus right over here is that sometimes we have to spend those times with our families. You mm-hmm. get me? And not just, you know, spend that time and just be with them. You get me? No, actually try bettering your family. Mm-hmm. The same that, I, you know, what, what someone told me was, George, if you want a good family in the future, that same dedication that you have for your training is the same dedication that you're going to put for your family. It's that's the true. same dedication that you will put in your workplace. The it'll same spill, dedication. It'll spill over. In it'll your spill life. over. So I would say that would be one of the things. And also, you know, at one point, I remember my first video. It's actually not on my page because I never posted it. I wow. really regret that. I really regret that not posting it. And why because, didn't you? So I sent it to one of my idols, right? And he's a guy that he is probably one of the guys that got me into the athletic training and everything. And I sent it to him. I was very happy. I edited it. Not, not my cameraman. Mm-hmm. It was me, all me at the time. So I sent it to him, and then he literally probably just told me a few words where it mostly sucked, where it was just like, George, you did this wrong, you did that wrong, you did this wrong. And Constructive criticism. Yeah, exactly. It broke you because it was your first exactly. one. Exactly. It was my first one. So when I heard that from him, it was just like, and you know what the thing is? He didn't tell me what part of the video. He didn't tell me, George, you got to work on this or that. No, he wanted me to find out by myself. That's what I, I'm getting now. So from that, I was just like, you know, so crushed by it because, you know, you never want to hear from, you know, the guy that you idolize that, yo, this was bad, this was bad. That you so, look up to. Yeah, that you look up to. So, you know, from there, I was just like, and that, and this is where a problem occurs. You feel not motivated mm-hmm. because you hear from one of the guys. That's that speed bump. Exactly. And you hear from many people. When I first started, man, it was like I told people my vision at first. I wanted to train athletes, athletes, high professional athletes from the NFL or college level. That was my first goal at, from the beginning. And a lot of people told me from the beginning, nah, George, you're not going to be able to do NFL wow. players. Imagine my age. You get me? I said this like when I was 19. Mm-hmm. So... It, Hold on, so your switch turned at 19? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, my switch turned at 19. Yeah. My switch turned like last week. <laughs> Holy shit. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lying. It's, but you know what, though? That's, that's, shout out to you to find that, to yeah. turn that switch at such an early age. That's, yeah. that's yeah. admirable. Not a lot of people find that. They find that later on in, I, in their I, adult I'll be life. To, I, my switch ain't turned to like last year. And, but you know something? There's people that in 50s. Yeah. Don't don't have that switch turned on. So yeah. I always look at that thing. There's they always put that post on the internet when they talk about like, you know, everybody goes at their own pace. Big facts. Everybody Big goes. Facts. You know, what's meant for you is gonna happen at its own time. Like they say, like, oh, you know, like Oprah didn't get pop until she was like in her forties. You know, Steven Spielberg didn't film his first movie till he was like thirty nine or whatever. We got like two shit chains like that. also. Two chains was yeah, in his thirties yeah, yeah. also. Yeah. So it's it's just one of those things. Like, it, not everything is gonna happen when you're young. I told him, and we spoke about this last week. I think where if we would have been your age, yeah, and the podcast industry would like if that, I don't think we would have been as 
committed as we are because we were young. Yeah. I think this came at the perfect time for us. Because yeah. we were like, you know what? Our life is at 30. Your life is literally just starting. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate when people say, oh, 30. It's like, you know, you should have shit already. No, you should not. No, because your 20s are about finding that. Exactly. Your your 20s are about living your life. And then your 30s are like, okay, what, what you know, you find yourself and I you do that. I think everybody has their own lane. Everybody yeah, has everybody their has their own lane, exactly. their own clock. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I hate. And sometimes I give my brother that advice because he'll sit there and he'll be like, yo, like sometimes he'll be like, damn, you know, I feel like. I don't feel as accomplished as, like, I see other people might. I'm like, stop competing with other people. It's not going to happen at the same time. Like, why are you in a race? It's not a race. Don't compare yourself to them. Because I guarantee you, when your time comes, you're going to do fucking amazing things. So there's no need. I was like, I tell him to look at me all the time. I'm like, yo, bro, like, look at me. I'm 33 going on 34. And last summer, we just started this podcast. Mm -hmm. Even though we started talking about this what like a year and a half prior mm-hmm. right exactly. it was like 18 months before we actually recorded our first episode big facts and it was just one of those things where we sat there and we we're just like yo we could like we could do this mm-hmm. but i don't think if we would have been younger probably would have been i don't think we would have lasted as long mm-hmm. as we have is that the thing is when and this, this is one thing i was talking to because i had a chance to talk to my high school with students and everything, and sometimes I feel like oh, should we, do like public speaking for the yeah, school? yeah. Oh, I, I, that awesome. day I did um public speaking, and I feel like I feel like sometimes people are already printed a script. You get what I'm saying? Ooh, already, you took the words right out of my voice. Already voice. have like a you got to do this and that and that in this certain time. Well, that's the you model. The model is eighteen college, college marriage, marriage house, house, white kids. fence, yeah. kids. So that's the thing. That it's, it's what society wants. Yeah. They 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 set that as a, some standard, but what I like nowadays is like there's a lot of people breaking those those Damn, standards yeah. and those expectations. George himself not, at nineteen took the switch at nineteen. But not, but not only that, not everybody wants to get married. Not everybody wants to That's have true. kids. That's I true. sure as shit know that about me. Like I don't see that for me, and I'm so I'm so into this and just like living my life. People want to travel nowadays. People want to work like. And they say a study showed that like less people are getting married and having kids and buying houses. Why? Because they're more focused on on working or or going out and traveling, like enjoying themselves. But that's part of mental health too, because yeah. there's such a they they painted a picture for us to be to follow. Yeah, like and, these are the steps. It's by like step. this is what we did, and, so this is what you have to do. But then the older what the older generations don't realize is they had it a lot easier than us. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I tell older people all the time, like yo. That whole that whole path that you that you just are literally talking to me about because they're like oh you don't think about getting married and having kids I'm like yo that path was easier for you back in the day because it when it boils down to it comes to money yeah it's a lot it was a lot easier to do that back then now you have so much other stuff and it's just one of those things like it's it's literally a a, a debt plan I, I actually posted that the other day sure it was on my phone it was like. You know, college tuition—that's a debt. A house—that's a debt. A car—that's a debt. Kids—that's Kids a, debt. a debt. It's like so you're almost like half a million dollars in debt by the time you're like 25. But this is what they tell you that you need to be doing, or else your life is a failure. Yeah, no, so the fuck is not. And I like that our generation and his generation 
are kind of like breaking that mold to say, now, yo, we're doing this ourselves and we're doing what we want, how we want. Exactly. So let's get back to George. And and so you did the training. You sent that video to the person that you you were looking, you looked up to. So then what what was next after that? Oh, so what was next after that? You know, you you come down to it and you're just like, okay, you can either, and these are the two choices. You can either quit. Or you could keep on going. It's not I, an I just see it. Yeah, I just Quit see it's not an option. But that's the thing. But you know, I always tell people that I believe life gives everybody opportunities. But at the time, we just don't see it because we have that wall. You get me? At that time, when you guys were thinking, "Yo, what if uh, we would have got the podcast when we were 19 years old?" You guys wouldn't be how you guys are today because you guys had a wall right you, there. You guys, even, it's, we it's, wouldn't have lasted five I don't, even, I don't even think it's a wall. I think it's more of a you're not ready. R- ready. Exactly. You're not ready. Yep. Exactly. Like Just like me and him weren't ready until our mid-30s. You were ready at 19. Early it's 30s. different. I'm early 30s I'm about to shave half this off so I can live five years nah, but, stop it but you know the thing is I always say I always tell people that so when when my idol told me that it was just like I came down to it and I was just like okay I gotta get better I gotta be a better trainer Makes that's sense. the only that's the only thing that I had in my mind okay that I had to become a better trainer so it motivated trainer. you it motivated me it motivated me it gave me an aggressive output to become a better trainer, I started studying the best trainers that there is. So, in the who, game. who are some of the like real famous trainers? I would say to enlighten the the, the listeners in the audience. Yeah, to, like guy. educate them a little because I don't know. I, I have don't, no to idea. To be honest, yeah. I don't know. Like I see the because you you do CrossFit competitively, yeah, yeah. so I see a lot of people do it, and I know there's some people that I know that have actually yeah. done it, but I don't know. Like let's say like names. You yeah, know? like I don't know like who's like. You know, I would guess consider like you know, like the 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 you know, like the Jay Z of crossfitting, exactly. like shit like oh, that. Like, besides that guy yeah. that had the Netflix show, I forgot his name. What's his name? What guy? He had, oh, he had a documentary. Show. Rich Froning. He's yeah. a beast. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. He turns that switch on and off. You know what? I lot. I used to see a lot of like crossfit people when when it was uh American Ninja Warrior. Oh yeah, I like that, that show. Yeah, yeah, that, that show is lit. I, I, but bad. Not really too many crossfitters go on there, but one thing that I do want to point out is that. My CrossFit training and my training athletes is totally different. There's because, different types of work. Yeah, out. yeah. And when you go into the training game, there's so many things that you can do, bodybuilding, all those other mm-hmm. stuff. So CrossFit is my sport. But I would never take my sport and put it, let's say, for a football player because oh, it no, won't correspond no, not to, at to all, each not other. At all. Even though they might be related. That's, that's actually one of the questions. Like, for instance, like, um, like me, for instance. Yeah. I'm not a CrossFitter. I did the CrossFitter. I did the crossfitting. I did. I think. I think yeah. like two, three days. It yeah. was cool, but it's it's, it's different. Yeah. Like me, I, I I'm not trying to compete. Yeah, I'm not exactly. trying to look a certain way. Yeah. I just want to stay fit. And that's the thing. You find out what works for you. You get me exactly. And and, and that's what I always tell people. So the the top trainers that I look at all the time would be uh, David Alexander. He he's in Miami. He's out there really killing it. He's, Is, he's a crossfitter as well. No, no. He's a just straight athletic trainer. Okay. Uh, he trains LeBron James, D Wade, all those other guys that are in the Heat. He even trains football players. He okay. has an incredible off season. And then my top guy, one of my top guys that he's my idol, Jamal Jamal Ligon. Man, that guy trains OBJ. You talk about all, almost all the NFL players. He got him. So, what so, are the different styles between the three of them? I I would say, man, like it's just like when you when you're when you're in this training game mm-hmm. and to get out up front 
you got to have a certain style. And that's one thing that I didn't understand at first. Okay. I tried, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it because we all we all probably do it. I tried mimicking people. I tried mm. wanting to be, you get me, Jamal Ligon or mm. uh, David Alexander. But I knew that I can't be them. You got to be George Marilla. You got to be George Marilla. And my friend actually told me that. He was just like, yo, you get me? George Marillo is only one. Nobody has your story. Nobody has oh, God. Somebody said, somebody told me at work, there's only one of you. Yeah. yeah. So why would you want to mimic be, somebody else? Yeah, exactly. Be yourself. Be yourself. And that's where I'm going into where you got to really trust in yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't trust in yourself, nothing will work out. Because I see all the time, there's there's people that I follow that have a good business. But you can see that they have, I call them I call them like, you know, demons that they're fighting with. You get me? Because they they have gotten so far up top, mm-hmm. really in a fast pace, but they never got to work on themselves first to mm-hmm. get there. You get what I'm saying? So they, were, they weren't ready. They weren't ready, just like how we were talking about it. So one of the things that I'm doing, me personally, right now is working on myself. I've always been someone to work on myself to be great for myself, but also make others around me great mm-hmm. as well. So that's where I go back to, like, when you see me, I'm just with a bunch of leaders, you know what I mean? I don't want to be the leader. I never want to be the leader. And I don't even call this, like, a business for me mm-hmm. because I call it more of a team effort because me, I, I would say myself, my cameraman, my athletes, the people I train with, we're all benefiting from each other. You know what I mean? My cameraman, he's shooting high professional athletes. He he just recently got into BMW being their um, photographer for their uh, manuals and stuff like that in oh, their shit. headquarters that's, because that's, of the video. So go to that. So let's go back to like when you started the training. The what athlete you started with first? Oh yeah, I started I started with this uh, kid uh, named Maslin. He went to my high school. Okay, he was a D two. He went to um uh what what college? Well, well he, he went he, he went, went to D two school. school. So how was that training for him? Like how 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 much pressure did you feel at that moment? Oh so yeah, that's your felt, first I, one. Yeah, I felt a lot of pressure because it, it, when you think about it, as a trainer, mm-hmm. this is what you got to really think about. You have the power to really make someone really great, or you have the power to make someone really bad. You mm-hmm. I mean you have the power to end their career or make their career really good. Mm-hmm. So knowing that power, I did the best that I can at the time to make him. A good athlete because he was dealing with injuries at the time. Okay. So that's really. Can you share what injuries he had? In like, yeah, yeah. Because I saw that I was on your page earlier, and I saw that you have like recovery. So oh, you know yeah, how to yeah, train out sure. of recoveries and all that good stuff. As yeah, well, right? I, I would say the number one guy that I trained that you know encountered injuries, and people got to understand when you're injured, you you don't really know like it's taking away a part of you. You get me? For mm-hmm. these athletes, that's one thing that you uh, that I've learned with my athletes. It's just like their drive. You get me? When you're with athletes, their mentality is different. If they're not out there playing, exactly, something's missing. Something's missing. And if they're not out there training, it's just like a part of them is yeah. gone. You're taking that part of them. Sure. We we took what a couple of weeks off a of podcast. So we took yeah. yeah, we took a couple of weeks off for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, yeah. That's how you saw. That's why mm-hmm. I was actually able to hang out with everybody. You, yeah. you know, I missed it. Yeah. So yeah, like for obviously everybody, I'm, re- I'm refreshed. For everyone who doesn't, you know, for everybody else that doesn't know or whatever, like you know, we're like we we hang out and mm-hmm. you know we have our like little group of friends that we kind of bonded over our love of Game of Thrones. 
and we have a group chat going and we hang That's out or whatever. trash, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Anyways, I was actually like, I would be like, hey, so are we doing anything Friday night? And they're like, don't you record? I'm like, nah, I'm off for a few weeks. Yeah. He gave himself off. Like, I gave, I gave we gave everybody <laughs> off. And because we, we realized it. So what we used to do is every week we used to have everybody present. We realized going into 2020, we were just like, it's not feasible. You're burning everybody yeah. out. We're so burning everyone out. out. People don't want to come because they want to go do something. So now what we do is him and I is every week. Yeah. Because why? But it's because our name is on. Exactly. But all our other friends that are a part of it, they're on a rotation. Yeah. Be like, yo, give us at least one, one Friday a month. Mm-hmm. Give us one Friday a month. And then you guys can have your time off and do this, 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 that. Because we, we realized it's like, you know what? And it's just a lot easier. We realized we found our groove with four people. Well, like if we have a four man show, yeah. we're all right. Yeah. Once it starts getting more people, it kind of gets a little out of hand. But then we moved to this new location because we were at our boys' garage or whatever, and recording out of there, which wasn't bad. But it was kind of inviting everyone to, to be on camera and to sit there. And then sometimes things were getting out of hand and going yeah. off the rails. But yeah, we were the same way. We were just like, you know what? We gotta take a few weeks off, chill. Come but, back, but, but start the new year, and come go back, back boom. to go back to that. Like we were, we missed it. Yeah, we missed. Oh, I missed the shit but, out of yeah. it. Yeah, for your athletes, they missed. They missed. I would text them and be like, oh, "Yo, yeah. I'm bored. Like, I'm, I miss it. What yeah. am I gonna do in my life? Yeah. Like, exactly. I miss podcasting." So with with the athletes, they were bo- they, they they missed it. It's almost yeah, like well, chipping at their soul. Exactly. We took a break for them. Is like they physically can't because do imagine, it. Yeah. imagine it's different. I get like I I say everybody that I'm around is just like a complete savage in their own way. Where it's just like, whenever I'm with an athlete, it's, and, and you, one thing I point out, I don't train just anybody. Mm-hmm. I pick my clients. I pick who I, I train. I don't do this for money. A lot of my guys that I started with, I train, uh, people got to understand, when I first started, I trained people for free. That's just to get to, my name out there. Start. I, knew, I knew what type of product I was delivering, mm-hmm. but I did it for free. Just to get the trust of my guys, mm-hmm. because imagine, imagine me like coming up to you, telling you that yo, it's like gonna be you know a hundred per session and everything, but you don't have no idea about me. There's no resume. There's no resume to it. So, so why did you choose the guy with that recovery, like the one that went to that? Was it the one that went to the D two school? Or oh no, this one. Else? This one actually. What made you choose him? Yeah, this one, um, the D two school. That one just lined up. He needed a trainer and. I trained him and it it went really fantastic. Okay. But this other athlete that I have, he actually he actually had two both of his ACLs. Wow. Tear. Yeah. And they were both injured. Now so what kind when, of athlete was he? Was he football, basketball? Football. Oof. Yeah, he was a corner. And one of the things that I that I, I you know, that I point out with this athlete is just like like we go into you take away a part of someone's soul when you really get injured. So they're part of it. That's that's exactly. them. And the sport becomes them. You know, it, it starts becoming, like how I had in my mind is that this guy did go through injuries. So it starts becoming a little, a lot of pressure because I would have to deal with this guy differently than I do with other guys. It's an emotional so, too. Exactly. You And like I said, with every trainer that, you know, trains athletes, you can either make an athlete's career really good and long, which I always intended because I don't intend, you know, some of the things that I do. Some of the guys are like, damn, we got to do this, George, again. Mm-hmm. But I'm not trying to make superstars for the summer. That's not my goal at all. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make superstars in the season that can nah, play longevity I in like the game. I like that wordplay. And it's not, I don't want guys to have just 
three good games. You get what I'm saying? Have a good I want season. Guys a good season. Because they have the mindset to have a good season. So how did it go with that recovery with, with that? Oh, that yeah, with that guy, with that guy. The corner. Yeah, Two when, ACLs, that's crazy. Yeah, two ACLs, man. And, you know, when you have a guy like that, a hard worker, that will do anything in his power to get 100% again, it becomes even much easier. Mm. Because I have guys, like I said, I pick my clients. I have guys that are willing to pay me. But I feel like those are those type of guys that you got to, oh, here's a training session. Oh, you uh, the training session's at 8 a.m., bro. Oh, I couldn't make it. You keep on throwing these, oh, what happened here? Oh, I couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not here to babysit anybody in this mm-hmm. game at all. And, and I, You and said that earlier. Like, yeah, uh, either, said, either you coming or you're not. Yeah, and, you know, I have a lot of people that always ask me, oh, how you started off or, you know, can I tag along with your training sessions or can I view? But my thing is how I'm helping people is educating people now. That's how I'm. Uh, that's how I'm helping. So you're giving them the tools. the tools. It's like, look, look, I'm giving you this. You're not fishing for them. You're just teaching them how to fish. Yeah, it's like I'm giving you this information. You do what you want with it. Exactly. So now I do have a question because obviously you're you're balancing balancing both, not just training other people, but training yourself because yeah. you do it competitively. Yeah. Now, what's your? You know, it's kind of a two a loaded question, a two part. So where do you see, you know, like, what do you see for yourself? Like, what is your ultimate goal in terms of your individual, like you yeah. as a competitor and then you as a, as a trainer, like training other people? Like, what do you hope to, you know, like, what is your uh, top? Yeah. Your goal? I would say, I would say for, for CrossFit, for me, I would say I want to be an athlete that goes into a sanctional, uh, an elite a sanctional, but also, you know, one thing that I've seen with me doing all this is the people that are benefiting from Got it. it around me. You get what I'm saying? The people that see me every day in the CrossFit gym working. And like I said, and I and I tell Gus this all the time, it doesn't matter what time that I got to be up. I could be up. They've seen me be up at three in the morning just working by myself, two in the morning. It doesn't matter what time yeah. for me. So that that's one of the things that I see myself continue this pace, continue this momentum, where I'm seeing a lot of people not, and when I when I talk about myself, it's the people around me that I'm actually putting key. You get me? Because a lot of people, I don't know if you guys ever heard that quote before. It's very disrespectful to let the people that believe in you down. Oof. Like that that Oof. that quote. I live by that. Quote. Damn, that's that's, that's deep. deep. Pause. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah, that, that hurt. That that made no, me no. Like, but it's a true because we have we have a team that yeah. looks up to us. Yeah, like exactly, we got to push them up. Like, Every, we got to bring everybody. But you know, the, you know, the thing is, everyone has a team. Yeah. Everyone. But the thing is that I feel like people, and this is where I go with opportunities. People just don't take advantage of the opportunities that are given. They can't see it. So. When you don't see the opportunity, you don't take advantage. And then what happens is, you know, you start hearing you start hearing people complain about their lives. And then I just go back to the root of it. Mm-hmm. What's your routine? What's your routine like? What's your day? What's your day? What time are you waking up? What time well, like you, you said, up? it's like the people who support you. It's always good to have that support exactly. system. You know, him and I, I know we have that support system, not just with the people who do this with us. But like our families as well. Like my mom and my sister listen to every episode. Even if they fall a few weeks behind. No, shoot. My mom my cannot sister, watch this yo, episode. Oh, hell no. <laughs> my but, mom listens to this. But she's gonna, he knows it all me. the time because my sister will put like on her IG story while she's driving. She'll put like a, you know, like a little video or a picture of her listening to our episodes while she's in the car. Yeah. 
or when she's at home or if she's at work, like she'll put a headphone on and listen to it while she's doing someone's yeah. nails or she's doing hair or whatever. You know, she listens to us. One day she picked me up and I'm sitting there and I'm just like, wait, so you're listening to one of our episodes. And That's one like, of the yeah. weirdest things, though. It's man. so weird to hear yourself. Like, I obviously I listen to our episodes, but it's mostly when, you know, we're doing like the final touches and stuff. But then to 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 see someone else, like, you know, my sister's like, our, you know, my mom. My mom not only listens to the audio, she also watches all the YouTube videos. Yes. Like, That's my cool. mom, bro. Like, I never thought my, you know, and sometimes my mom be like, yo, you guys are a little, little wild. Yeah. Or, you know, there was I'm one episode. I'm surprised your mom hasn't, like, like called and texted me. Like, you need to calm down. Listen, you need to calm down. Well, because like, for the second half of the episode, you're about to find out why. So there's one, there's one episode where my mom literally told me, and I, we talked mm-hmm. about that. Um, she was like, I couldn't get through it. She was like, it's too much. She's like, I love you guys. She's like, but not only was it because of the the person that was there. She's like, you guys got too vulgar. She's like, for me as a mother, she's like, I can't listen to my son talk like that. She's like, I get you're an adult, but she's like, you know how to be funny and be you know push the envelope, and then there's being vulgar. She was like, you were you guys were too vulgar, too graphic, and I was like, I told him. I was like, yo, I text. I literally hit him up like 10 minutes later. I said, like, yo, mom said she couldn't listen to this. She had to go back to listen to older episodes. She's like, because she said we're too vulgar. Yeah. And then we. we I warned everybody. It, 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 drilled it, it drilled it in our head. And we're like, all right, yo. And since then, we still, you know, we still talk our shit because we're men and we're dudes and, you know, we're young. But we are not as vulgar with it. Cause that episode was disgusting. It was nasty. It was. I, I never. I, I don't recommend people listen to it too much. Listen, because I'm usually just like, I'm the one that goes off the wall. But it wasn't. It wasn't him. We all make mistakes. No, of course. Yeah. And that's the thing. We're learning from our exactly. mistakes. But in but getting back to like the support system, I know you. Your support system is definitely like I see like the people at your gym because you, oh, I yeah. see it in your stories. You know, you repost a lot of other people when they like. You know, take pictures of you or record you like, yeah. yo, my boy Jay Marillo training, mm-hmm. getting it in, killing it. Like, he has a lot of people that it's like, they show him a lot of love. But, and, and, and you know, the thing is to, and this is the thing, people always want that, but people don't always know how to get it. Yeah. And one thing that I tell people whoever really wants, like, that support system and everything is that first thing is first, you got to be hardworking. You get me? With the people that I have around me, they just know my hard work and they respect me. It's, it's infectious, and people reach out to you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, like I, me personally, with the podcast and the whole the, the whole audio thing, and I, he could attest to that out as well. If they if people see you doing something positive and they see your grind, right. they see your hard work, they're gonna reach out. They're gonna want to be around exactly. you. So like my phone dies on me instantly. Run it's an iPhone seven too, but yeah. It's one of those things where, like, it's so infectious that people want to be around you. So, at the end of the day, I think that's why people exactly. follow you and they want to be around you because it's infectious. It's infectious. So, to finish up, um, this, can you name some of the, the athletes you've trained? Where yeah. you're training at? Yeah, um, I'm training at CrossFit Treehouse. That, that, that's my gym right there. <laughs> that's home. Where's that at? In, uh... Uh, it's in Kenilworth. Okay. Uh, okay, down the street, basically. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. us, literally, it's, it, it's so you, literally like. Can you show off now and be like, "Yo, what train? Who you've been training?" <laughs> so I've been training. <laughs> I, I've been really just training. A no humble, no, no humbleness, man. Yeah. Just shoot, bro. Just because, do it. Because you know the thing is, I Power see them. I see them. I see everybody around me as just regular. You get me? That's the okay. thing. 
That's that. Yeah, I don't see anybody. He's media trained. He's media. He, he's humble. That's no, a humble dude, right there. Media trained. I don't know how, but he's media trained. You've been on a podcast before. This, no, no, this is his first podcast, right? Yeah, this is my first podcast. That's a humble guy, so right I'm there, doing, man. Props. I'm doing many more this year because uh, a lot of people th- this year they were telling me that they want to hear more of my story and everything because, like I said, I'm a very quiet person, mm-hmm. but everybody will feed off my energy around me, and that's one thing. Like I could. Talk about who I've talked uh, talked to and stuff like that. Make it all glorious, mm. but no, I'm not like that at all. I'm just here to be hardworking and just get the work done. Wow. That's my only Fuck mentality. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, and going back to my idol, mm-hmm. he actually reached out to me uh, probably like last month. And, and now he, this is this is somebody that you you're always in contact I, with. Yes, okay. I'm in contact with him. I'm always wishing him a good off season with his players. And this time he actually told me that. Man, your work has gotten better and stuff like that. And wow. man, you're you're gonna be going some places, bro. So just seeing the the different opportunities I have gotten just within like I would say we're in February still, just in these two months, it's just been insane. You get me? Same but, here, man. Same here. And, and you get me? It's not like I like I told uh, Gus the other day. It's not these opportunities just come out of nowhere and no. we're just lucky. It goes back to my routine, how hardworking and driven that I am and how consistent what? if you stay ready you'll be ready always plain and simple and that's what I tell people we if you stay like when I started this business it was only with $20 with a ladder and a tennis ball and wow. I stayed consistent wow. you get what I'm saying and I've always had that in my mind $20 in my pocket and stayed consistent with it and that's your story man so we're gonna wrap story. things up shout yeah, out your instagram you shout, handle yeah, yeah shout out your instagram handle thank you guys for listening and my you can find me in j marillo training and instagram all right guys nice nice well we, nice. we thanks we thank for having you for coming you, man. thanks for having us 24 we appreciate you guys you know we'll see you guys next episode now we can get raunchy on the next episode yeah in episode 25 we'll we'll we'll, we'll get a little crazy but mm-hmm. thank you guys and yeah this, peace this is great thank you guys